Bobby and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. I love the look and comfort of my new Oakley glasses. The lenses are like nothing I've ever experienced with their prism lens technology. These lenses protect my sun-sensitive blue eyes, but somehow also make colors even more vibrant and details even more clear. And let me tell you, Oakleys, they are popular in my household as both my sons argue over who gets to borrow my glasses. They both play outdoor sports and they know Oakley is the best for training. Plus, I think they want to look a little bit like Lamar Jackson, who is also sponsored by Oakley. Now, my personal favorite pair is from the HSTN collection. I've literally been wearing mine every day since I got them. So let me tell you what you should do. Head on over to oakley.com right now and get yourself a pair of glasses that will change your look for the better. But don't just trust me. Try them for yourself. Go to oakley.com for more information today. So there is no shortage of off-season content when it comes to Roquan Smith, Sarah. And as Baltimore star linebacker gears up for his first full season with the Ravens, he's talking a big game. Yeah, Bobby, the title perfectly encapsulates it. Roquan's putting the league on notice, and he is not afraid to talk about what he feels this 2023 squad is capable of doing come September. I'm Bobby Trostet alongside my co-host Sarah Ellison. It is Wednesday, June 21st, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. All eyes have been on the Ravens' new offensive system, but if Baltimore plans on reaching its playoff goals, it's the defense that needs to fix a major problem that we saw reoccur over and over last year. Plus, it's time to check in on Ravens defensive tackle Michael Pierce as he prepares for his comeback after last year's torn biceps. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. Bobby, one thing we've all quickly learned about Ravens linebacker Roquan Smith is that he never seems to shy away from sharing how he feels. Oh, yeah. And based on his recent conversation with the lounge, he's feeling awfully good about the prospect of the 2023 football season in Baltimore. Here's his response to a question about whether or not the Ravens have unfinished business to tend to. Oh, absolutely. And we want all the smoke, honestly. And from a defensive side and talking with Lamar from the offensive side as well. And I know how confident he is and how ready he is to get back out there. We was talking in the locker room yesterday and like how excited he is, how excited I am, me, PQ, the entire defense. we got some dogs up front. So there's a lot of payback that we uh, have out there so we'll get to it when we get to it one week at a time and Sarah that little snippet you just heard there was making its rounds on Twitter Tuesday and judging by the replies and quote tweets yeah Uncle Roe has a good percentage of the Ravens flock prepared to run through brick walls apparently and it's literally not even late June as we record this yeah and he showed last year that he is completely unafraid of the moment and he's reminding us this week that He's quite content to acknowledge and perhaps even add to the already well-known high expectations in Baltimore. Right. And that goes for the team and himself personally. 
Now, Garrett Downing brought up how Roquan and Ray Lewis spent some time together talking ball at this past year's Pro Bowl. And one of the things Ray hit on was how new Roquan was to the system, having been traded in season, as we know, from the Bears. And now with an entire offseason under his belt and pretty much perfect attendance to date with respect to offseason activities in-house, he's expecting, and I mean Roquan's expecting, his familiarity to what it is that Mike McDonald's running to be through the roof come September. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that, like having the knowledge of the defense. And then because a lot of the terminology things that that are here was a lot different. So if I've been learning something for years and then ended up with a new defense last year in Chicago for the first part of the year and then coming over here into a totally new defense. So a lot of the terminology was a bit confusing for me with being in somewhere for so long and uh, knowing things that way. But I think now having like the offseason under my belt, the tail end of the last season and then with camp and preseason and stuff, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. And I'm just excited just to get out there, fly around with the guys because I think we in for something special. And I think myself personally, I think it's going to be probably my uh, best year, yeah, at least the way I feel physically and mentally. And Bobby, keep this in mind too. Roquan's going to have a ton on his plate this season, having been handed over the green dot communication duties. He's a true student of the game, and you can tell he's meticulously attacked this offseason away from the field from a nutrition and a film study standpoint. Yeah, no kidding. He must have mentioned route concepts at least five times during that conversation with the guys. So it's pretty clear what he prioritized these last several months. And I want to leave you with this, though because this was one of my favorite one-liners from Roquan to date. Never scared. Wasn't born scared. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing the dot scared. So, and I think most of the guys on defense uh, live the same way. And we, you know, people may fear us and whatnot. Want to strike that. But at the end of the day, we're coming out to, you know, take your heads off. Still to come here on the vault, digging into the numbers on just how bad the Ravens defense was at blowing leads last season. Well, let's hope Roquan can help with this. The Vault is sponsored by Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me, I've been rocking the prism black polarized lenses this summer, and I'm loving them so far. Oakley's changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run? Do you golf? Maybe you train, or perhaps you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of the above is true, you got to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self. Really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on The Vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. And hey, since it's officially summer, you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. So go visit oakley.com to find yourself a pair today. Oakley offers prism lens technology, which is a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye, but don't just trust Sarah and I try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to oakley.com for more information today.
So, Sarah, the story of the Ravens offseason so far has been this new look offense, as it should be. The team hired a new offensive coordinator, as we know, in Georgia's Todd Munkin. They signed Lamar Jackson to a blockbuster deal, and they've retooled and literally remade their wide receiver room. But the defense has some work to do, too, if Baltimore plans on reaching what ultimately is its final destination. Yeah, absolutely, Bobby. And by far... The thing the defense needs to correct the most this upcoming season is to stop. They've got to stop blowing leads. Now, I'm bringing this up right now in the middle of June because analytics guru Warren Sharp, he recently compiled some data on this topic, and the results will make Ravens fans' stomachs feel sick. Okay, so let's start with this crazy stat. There were only two teams that tied for the most number of games in which they held a strong lead. Okay. And that strong lead would be more than seven points. So these two teams were the Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles, who we know went to the Super Bowl. Both these two teams had a lead by over a touchdown. And get this. Okay. They had a lead of a touchdown or more in 14 games. But Baltimore only finished with 10 wins by the end of the season, while the Eagles, of course, finished with a 14-win season. So in the end, Bobby, the Ravens lost five games that they led by over a touchdown, which is frankly, it's just unacceptable. Maybe you lose one game, maybe two at that time of lead with that type of lead, but having five loss to it, it really is unacceptable, especially for a Ravens defense that historically is supposed to be great. There just always seemed to be something about the fourth quarter. Like that was the Achilles heel. I don't know if it was pressure or if it's that offenses changed the way they attacked at the start of that quarter, but the defense had the fifth worst fourth quarter point differential in the entire league. It was at negative 42. And we know that the team led entering the final frame in 12 of its games last year, 12 of the 17 games it led entering the fourth quarter. And hey, had they been able to maintain the lead in those games, a 12 win season would have been good enough for the AFC's number two seed heading into the playoffs. But we all know what what happened and how things transpire. And what's crazy is this season long trend reared its ugly head in that Bengals division, (laughs) you know, uh, playoff game. It was just like they, they blew a lead again. And Bobby, I wish I knew the magic bullet to fix this problem for the upcoming season. You know, I was hoping, you know, I looked into seeing if they stopped blowing leads once Roquan Smith was brought here, but they actually lost two more fourth quarter leads with him on the roster. And they also blew leads before and after Lamar Jackson went down with his knee injury. So, Listen, I'm sure this is a complex problem in which communication, play calling, execution, and talent all need to be addressed. Now, perhaps having Roquan as the guy wearing the green dot to help with the communication, as we mentioned in the first topic, maybe that will help. Uh, So many times Ravens players said it, it was blown communication. 
Or maybe, you know, maybe it is execution and talent. These young pass rushers, they're going to need to have to step up and get after the quarterback when he starts slinging the ball in the fourth quarter. In fact, the entire secondary is going to have to hold up when opposing offenses start making more risks. That's what they do is they take more risks when they're that far behind. And then also, this is for sure a defensive problem, but also the Ravens offense. It will have to keep its foot on the gas down the stretch, too. So whatever the solutions that need to be implemented, the Ravens need to implement them. Because as Marlon Humphrey said last week, the Ravens just cannot waste this massive opportunity that's in front of them. All right, Bobby, let's discuss the long lost Michael Pierce. Yeah, I think we should, because for whatever reason, it feels like it's been a whole minute since we talked about him. So let's do that right now. You know, Baltimore's run stuffer lost his season to a torn biceps in September of last year, week three, to be specific, super early on. And as defensive coordinator Mike McDonald mentioned last month, man, the big fella came out of the gates hot from the jump. So it really was a shame that he went down so early. You saw the start that he was off to last year. So, you know, it was disappointing to lose him. Uh, it was an opportunity for the other guys to step in and do a good job for us in the middle. Um, can rattle off all those guys, but you, you know, I mean, they do, just do a great job. But having Mike back in the middle of defense will definitely be a big, big point of contention for us moving forward. But I'm more excited to see what he does. Yeah, well, the good news is, by all accounts, Pierce is looking really good and has been in the building since day one of the offseason. Now, unfortunately for him, he's actually had back-to-back seasons cut short due to injury, which is part of why he's chosen to be so present for this offseason. Like I said, for me, it's just about resetting myself, um, being around the team, being around the guys. Um, not having Calais here also played a part in that. Just It's my turn to step up and be a leader vocally and also you know, bring those young guys along. So um, it's been a joy, man. I haven't been to OTA since, I guess, right before COVID. Right. So, um, no, nah, man, I'm enjoying myself, uh, just working with the guys, hanging with the guys, eating lunch and all that good stuff. So, um, no, nah, it's been a blast, man. Like I said, I finished up rehab, but just want to be around the team, get yeah. myself back and ready to roll so once we hit camp once we hit the season I'm, I'm nice and ready to go yeah and that audio is courtesy of his recent interview with the lounge and Sarah not that we've discounted the void that Calais obviously leaves behind for one second since his departure in free agency but you do have to wonder how this group is going to go about filling that void and Mike seems to understand that as one of the lone vets in his position room he's got to step up this year for me it's just about you know practicing what I preach. So practicing hard every day, making sure I'm on my assignments, making sure that, um, like I said, for me, I'm, I deem myself responsible for Travis. Uh, we brought in Kai. Um, just making sure not only that my technique is on point, but helping them along. Uh, we got some other great vets like Herb who does a great job. But uh, for me, it's just about working hard every day, letting people see my work ethic. Um, unfortunately, I'm not as, you know, Dancing inclined as Brandon, or uh, you know, I have the uh, the voice of Calais. But um, in my own way, I'm trying to get it done, and uh, I think the guys are responding, and I think Coach Weavis should be pleased with how I'm handling things. So, Sarah, Brandon, Big Baby Williams, right, a former longtime Raven, run stuffer specialist, and Calais, a surefire future Hall of Famer who's now in Atlanta. Those two are pretty unique individuals, as you heard there from Mike. It's not exactly straightforward to just go ahead and replace these kinds of guys overnight. 
But given how good Pierce looked pre-injury the first few weeks of last season, combined with his veteran mindset and still having that chip on his shoulder, I kind of like his chances of being a force in the middle like we all know he's more than capable of being during this second stint in Baltimore. Knowing my story and coming from undrafted and yeah. just seeing that, you know, I never would have assumed I would make it to year eight. Mm. Just in my wildest dreams. So um, just being grateful for that, not alone, and not wasting this opportunity to be a leader, to uh, lead the D-line, to play well, and all that stuff uh, is really, really um, important to me this year. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with the Ravens offensive line being ranked as the number three unit heading into the season by Pro Football Focus's Sam Monson. Now, even with that opening at left guard, you still have Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum, Kevin Zeitler, and Morgan Moses. Those guys should be very good up front. And finally, we have to get to one more hilarious soundbite from Roquan Smith on the lounge. This is from when he was talking about going on a trip with Ronnie Stanley and Marlon Humphrey to Japan. Ronnie played a prank like that he missed his flight and everything like that. So we wake up. It was cra- a crazy start to the trip. So we like, man, freak, Ronnie, Ronnie's not making the flight. Like we'd have made all these plans together. And then so I have no idea what he did. And I still honestly, I don't even know to this day because when we was in on got out land, we was in L.A. and we get on the plane and then Ronnie's like, uh, Ronnie's like texting in the group chat. Sorry, guys, uh, I'm not going to make it. I haven't had I didn't get the negative COVID test for Japan. So and so we're like, what the like we're saying, what's going on, Ronnie? Like, who's who's live it with him and whatnot. And then so me, Marlo, Tabo, all of us, our seats are close by. So we're asleep on the plane. And like next thing you know, I was the first one to wake up. So after like two and a half hours on the trip, I wake up. I'm like, who is that big dude? Like, right. I didn't see him because I'm very aware of my surroundings. I didn't see him prior to us taking off. I'm like, who is that big dude with glasses on and a hoodie? And so I play it off. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious. I end up walking, going to the bathroom, and then I come back up on the other aisle, and I started looking. I'm like, this is Ronnie. And then so I went back and sat down, and I t- I woke Marlo up, and Tavo, I'm like, bro, that's Ronnie right there. Then I started calling his name. He was acting like it wasn't him. And it was, it was hilarious. So that was like a cool start to the trip, but it was pretty sweet. Thanks for listening to the morning vault we created our show to keep you plugged into all things ravens if you've been enjoying our content please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash ravens vault podcast as you probably know by now we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation and with your membership support You'll give us a chance to keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons, Lauren Wonderlick and Ken Buckner. We appreciate you guys. And we'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today. But we will be back on Thursday with the Ravens news you need to know. 